Welcome to Drawing Near, a verse-by-verse study of God's Word. Today on Drawing Near, we begin our study of Revelation chapter 8. This chapter contains the breaking of the seventh seal of the scroll. As we will see later in our study, this seal contains all of the judgments that follow, that is, the seven trumpet judgments and the seven bowl judgments. So take your Bible and turn to the Revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 8, and join us for Silent Expectation. Before we read God's Word together, let's pray. Father, these things that we witness, these scenes in heaven, are amazing to us. They're awesome. They're wonderful. They cause us some elements of concern, and at the same time, they bring comfort especially as we witness how many people continue to be saved during this time. Father, I pray that you would give us understanding and wisdom concerning your word, that we may interpret it correctly, that what you long for us to know, we will embrace. Thank you for the promised blessing of reading your word and doing your word. And I pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit will work in us to be spiritual people, and not just people mired in the flesh. Guide us in our study today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Let's begin by reading Revelation chapter 8, verses 1 through 6. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Then another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense, with the prayers of the saints, ascended before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. And there were noises thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. So the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. In John's revelation of Jesus Christ, he is proclaiming to us what he is witnessing, specifically those things that he sees and those things that he hears. Up until chapter 8, John's experience is filled with sounds in heaven loud trumpet calls, thunders, lightnings, voices, praises, worship, all kinds of different sounds. And you can look at each of these chapters and see that John's experience has been a noisy experience. But when we get to chapter 8, verse 1, we read these words. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. There seems to be a dramatic pause, an expectation of the judgments that are to come. As John waits and endures this silence, each minute of this half an hour in heaven has to grow in intensity as minute after minute moves along. I doubt that John at the beginning of this silence knew how long this silence would last. And so there is silence in heaven for about half an hour. All of the angels, all of the elders, all of the saints who have been saved through the great tribulation, all of the beasts, everything coming from the throne, 
everything was silent for about a half an hour. And I imagine that when the Bible tells us that there was silence in heaven, I doubt that you could even hear a breath. This silent anticipation or expectation of what was to come only serves to emphasize the awesome power and wonder of the judgments that are about to take place. Remember, only God is all-knowing. All of the creatures in heaven are awaiting what God will do through the Lord Jesus Christ and the opening of this seal. Verse 2 tells us, And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. The language of verse 2 indicates that there are seven angels who stand before God in his throne. Some have referred to these angels as the presence angels. In heaven, as we see in Scripture, there are different types of angels serving different types of ministries. They have different stations, different levels of authority. There are lesser angels and greater angels. There are archangels, seraphim and cherubim. And what we know of them is probably a drop in the bucket of all that there is to know of them. And so the seven angels who stand before God receive the seven trumpets. Verse 3 tells us, Then another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. It's this altar that have the saints, or had the saints, underneath it. He was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. Notice that an offering is about to be made. This angel having a golden censer, he comes and stands at the altar, the place of offering. And he was given much incense. Incense, as we've already seen in our study, represents prayer. And so he's given much incense representing prayer that he should offer it with the prayers of the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. These prayers of the saints appear to be those saints saved out of the great tribulation. And so he has all of this incense, this golden censer, and the Bible tells us in verse 4, And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. In the Old Testament, we see that whenever a burnt offering is made, the fragrance or the aroma, the smoke from the burnt offering, rises up to God and satisfies God. He is pleased with the aroma. His wrath against their sin is appeased. This offering is offered up before God not to satisfy him with regards to sin. It is not a burnt offering of that sort, but rather it is an offering petitioning God to act, to judge the rebellious sinful world for their sin, including the taking of the lives of those who died for the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have already read in Revelation chapter 6, verse 10, that those souls under the altar who were slain for the testimony of Jesus Christ, they cry out with a loud voice saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? Well, this offering is made to move God to do exactly that. And that's what begins to happen with the trumpet and bold judgments. And so, after this prayer offering is made before God and the smoke of the incense rises up before God, we're told in verse 5 of Revelation 8 
Then the angel took the censer, the golden censer which he had in his hands, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. It is another evidence or declaration that the things which are about to transpire on the earth come from the throne of God. They come from heaven. They're not natural events. They're not things that just happen in the course of time on an earth that has squandered its resources or suffered enough time that such cataclysmic events happen. These are judgments from God. And we're told that when he threw the fire to the earth, the end of verse 5, there were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. The silent expectation had been broken. God was moving in judgment. His wrath was about to be poured out upon the earth. And so we're told in verse 6, So the seven angels, who had the seven trumpets, prepared themselves to sound. As we prepare to witness the sounding of these trumpets, we need to remember that up in verse 1, we're told that all of this has unfolded as a result of the Lord Jesus opening the seventh seal on the scroll that he alone was worthy to take. The seven-trumpet judgment flows out of this seventh seal, and so do the seven bold judgments. They flow out of this seventh seal as well. And the wrath of God will begin to unfold in an increasing sort of way. Each devastation will lead to greater devastation. Each judgment will lead to a greater judgment. And so things are going to escalate from here. The prior judgments of God have been severe, but they're not as severe as what is about to take place. Everything we're looking at should serve to remind us of the serious nature of sin, that our rebellion against God, our selfish ambition, our self-centered ways, our pride, results in this type of judgment ultimately. God is to be worshipped and served. We are to be thankful to him. We are to follow him by faith in Jesus Christ. And God will not allow sin to go unjudged, unpunished. And so the seriousness of sin is clearly revealed in the way God deals with our sin. Every sinner can escape the wrath of God through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, through following him. Jesus died on the cross to pay for our sins, to free us from the bondage of sin, and to save us from the wrath to come. We must be reminded that it is the love of God that sent Jesus into this world to die on the cross. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. It is not God's will that anyone suffer this wrath. God is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but all come to repentance. But when people reject the gospel message, the gospel that is God's power unto salvation, to all who believe, then they incur the wrath of God against their sin. Trust in Christ. Pray that others will trust in Christ. Live and speak in such a way that the gospel message is clearly declared in the world in which you live. God doesn't want anyone to suffer this wrath, 
and neither should we. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your warning. And Father, help us to have faith to understand that these things are going to come to pass. Give us courage and strength to be bold witnesses for you day by day, to walk by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ all the days of our lives. Guide and direct your people, protect them, and I pray, Father, that you will continue to save. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page, Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.